0: Welcome to a guest in the house podcast. I am one of your co hosts, Mickey Hess, and I am here with my man, David Shanks, aka Trom Diggs. Peace to the gods and earths. This is our first time recording in the Ropadope room at Ropadope, which is a small but powerful record label out of Haddon Heights, New Jersey. Nice. You're excited to share your space today.
1: Oh, man. Shouts out to Ropadope. Um, and while I'm doing that, I wanted to shout out a couple artists on rope dope since once i did my digging i was like oh man yeah yeah so shouts out to um koof who i know has um put out some material with the label and shout out to my man andrew gold um acclaimed sax player um among his credits are jazz hop um one and two i believe he's on about three songs on jazz hop Two, and i know he's doing some work with um Miermano gas lab on his new project so shouts out to andrew and um his band that i know has put out enough said is the name of his band and they've released some music yeah. on rope dope so um good to be here man i wish you guys could see how lovely and comfortable these new days this are is a
0: great space yeah. right here by the yeah. train tracks in Haddon heights
1: very nice very Things quiet nice very serene Now um yeah recently we had a um, loss in the culture Papa Wu Papa
0: Wu freedom my
1: yes us both being avid Wu Tang fans mm-hmm. I wanted to dedicate this episode to Papa Wu. I like that. We'll just dedicate it to Wu Tang. wu-tang in general yeah with his guy in our fandom yeah okay yeah let's do it yeah yeah because you know the universe is made up of the sun moon and stars that's right let's do it
0: let's
2: do it
1: (laughs) (laughs) you have um some you know we're peripherally i guess tied to the who isn't legacy. at this Who point, isn't right? at this point? The tentacles are very long and Everywhere. Strong. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, you know, one of your books that maybe your first book that went mainstream. You know what I mean?
0: A crossover. <laughs> your yeah, crossover. Yeah. The pop hit.
1: Yeah. 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 2014,
0: yeah. <clears throat> I wrote a book with Buddha Monk, yeah. who was Old Dirty Bastard's right hand man. He performed on stage with Wu Tang Clan for years. Was there in the studio. It's sort their of hype man on stage. A lot of tours was Dirty's hype man for most of his tours. Um, so Buddha and I wrote a book called the dirty version, mm-hmm. um, biography of old dirty bastard from the perspective of his right-hand man, Buddha monk. And I didn't get to meet Papa Wu. I did get to talk to him on the phone briefly. We hit him up for a little interview when I was at Buddha's house working on the book, but you know, everything that Buddha had to say about him, um, Everybody gave him credit yeah. for for shaping like the mentality yeah. of yeah. not just Reza but the whole Wu Tang clan. Yeah. Um he was always somebody that ODB could turn to yeah. when he needed some advice, needed and Papa some direction. Old Dirty's cousin. It was Old Dirty's cousin. Correct. That's right.
1: Yeah. Um extremely influential in the sound and oh, just yeah. the um <clears throat> what what do they aesthetic? That's aesthetic, the word. the Aesthetic. Yeah. That yeah. would be Wu Tang. You know the uh, a master of the
0: five um, percent teachings. You've heard, heard him on Ghostface's Black Jesus. Yes. Heard him on Raekwon's North Star. Love that. He's got the intro to uh, Wu Tang Forever. Forever. Yes. Yeah, the double album. Yeah. 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 So you, if you don't know, you've heard Papa Wu. You probably heard. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a lot of spoken word little interspersed messages throughout all the Wu-Tang catalog, the solo albums, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of the old sage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He was the, uh, kind of the spiritual advisor. I would say. Of the Wu-Tang clan.
1: I would say, I would say, I would say. So rest in peace to Papa Wu. Wu. Rest in power, Papa Wu. Um, also, very, um, a moment that some hip-hop fans will remember is, you know, him checking Action Bronson. Action Bronson. At Sean P's funeral. Yeah. yeah.
0: Which he said was never a yeah. confrontation. Yeah. He just yeah. said Action Bronson was happy to meet Papa Wu. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which yeah. probably was true. Yeah. You know? yeah I'm sure he will. Who wouldn't be? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And this happened in the wake of, um, if you've heard Action Bronson, <laughs> you may know that he... Uh, He borrows a little bit of his intonations and his swagger from Ghostface Kelly. You you can hear the two side by side and and borrows his maybe. Where does
1: a guest in the hip hop, excuse me, Mm -hmm. where does a guest in the house podcast stand on Action Bronson?
0: I don't know that I have an official position.
1: I don't know that we've ever had that conversation.
0: I don't think we have. No. I love Ghostface's diss video, his challenge video. That was hilarious. When he finally said, "You know, I've let you go. Yeah. I've let you sound like me." Yeah. And put well, out he was
1: records. slick talking on um another sports show. NFL. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot right. of there's sl- a lot of weird stuff happening on the sports shows. Yeah,
0: That's I where did, they get you. yeah the
1: little Wayne thing. Yeah, I think they're most comfortable. Yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, if you don't know, Action Bronson was on some some kind of NFL production, some kind of interview, and they it asked- was the
1: show with um. I don't know the name of that show, but it's it's okay. it's no longer exists. But it was uh Max Kellerman okay. and what's my man's name that played for the San Diego Chargers. It doesn't even matter. But it was an ESPN, yeah, one of those ESPN shows. And um, yeah,
0: yeah, and, and they ask him, you know, people Marcellus, people have been Marcellus saying Marcellus you sound like Wiley. Ghostface. Yeah, and he said, well, he ain't rapping like this no more. Yeah, as if to say, you know, Action Bronson had kind of taken the mantle and run with it. And Ghostface didn't like that. Yeah. The idea that this guy who sounded so much like him felt like he was rapping past him.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah, there's a a little video of Papa Wu having a conversation with Action Bronson at Sean P's funeral. Yeah. And people speculated, you know, that he was really setting him straight. Although Papa Wu himself said it was a friendly conversation. Yeah,
1: Action Bronson does have a um, new project out with um, Alchemist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, you know, for those who... Maybe interested. And then he has like 15 shows on Vice.
0: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's always cooking and rapping. Yeah. His yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know.
0: Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I mean, we, we do talk about the involvement of white folks in hip hop, but we're not really like a, a white rapper fan podcast. We don't
1: fan out yeah. on the white rappers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we did our top did. five, though we've we've established. We did do the top yeah, five. We established our top make the five. He didn't make the cut. He didn't make the cut. Yeah. No, yeah, understandably. Yeah,
1: yeah I'm mean, not. Would Action Bronson make top ten? I don't know because we left a we left someone big was not even in our top five. I can't remember because I I mm. had to interject. I think with, we didn't um, have
0: Eminem
1: because I no no Eminem was <laughs> like number <laughs> two. Rick Rubin was number one. Mm, I had Paul C, and you had Paul C. Mm. So I think that yeah. So.
0: And alchemist was on there. And alchemist
1: always. was on there.
0: Yeah. So here we are again, fanning and out. Here we go. And I'm going over evidence
1: over action bronze, and I'll tell you that hmm, right now. Really?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Evidence production, man. I, I would say so too. Production. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. DJ Muggs. Ooh. Okay. Is Muggs a white a white participant? This, Muggs is a white boy, no? Muggs is a white boy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess that does it. S- sorry, Muggs, if you're not here. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody in House of Pain has to be Irish, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Somebody's yeah, got to yeah, be so Irish. Yeah,
1: I'm not I'm not sure Ooh. if Action Bronson cracks top 10. Hmm. I'm not sure.
0: What about Sun Doobie? He's in the top 15. I think I'd throw a Sun but Doobie on there before the- Action Bronson, too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But he's Puerto Rican, right? Yeah, yeah. Sundubi's Puerto
0: Rican, I believe. Does he count as a guest? Is he a white rapper? No. No. Sundubi's just Puerto Rican. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I think so.
1: But yeah, so no, he did not make our top five. Okay. Um, I would put him probably ahead of Asher Roth, though.
0: Oh... See, I would probably go Asher Roth. You probably really. would. I probably would. I think I'm,
1: I'm not I gonna. Go. I'm not gonna would. do. I'm not gonna do Action <laughs> Bronson that dirty.
0: Although Asher Roth can rap. Oh yeah, I'm not. No I'm question. Not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember, Mac Miller said that Asher Roth should have had his place. He said his uh, career yeah. got mismanaged. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah. That's
1: facts. That's facts. He said Mac Asher Miller can rap action. his ass. Mac Miller over Action Bronson. Oh yeah. Mac Miller's oh, yeah. going to eventually land in the top five.
0: Oh, for real? Yeah, just
1: as time. I think history will look upon Mac Miller kindly.
0: And, and as far as really having a handle on how white folks should best interact with hip-hop, yeah, yeah. you know, Mac Miller said a lot of really smart things. Yeah. You know, yeah. he said, for one, he said, white people who enjoy rap music, what are you doing for Black Lives Matter? Mm. He also said, white people reverse racism as a myth mm. because racism is about power structure." Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Asher Roth has not exactly risen to that level of activism as yeah. far as I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mac Miller B. Dolan. Mm. You know What is the white rapper? Oh, Black Lives Matter. It's an article of his you can easily find online. Nah, uh, yeah. our resident fact checker back yeah, at it. There go. you go. Gotta <laughs> do it. I love it.
1: Okay, so let's go. Let's jump um, in.
0: That's a long preamble. Top five Wu-Tang. What? Projects projects or even just tracks oh you want to go tracks because i gotta put black jesus up really high holy cow tracks
1: is tough
0: i would even put black jesus above north star you might be right Mm, that's a good song I don't know if I can go top five tracks. I don't know if I'm prepared. So you just want to go project. Let's go tracks, man. Let's so make it So this is another top five. Let's make it challenging. You want to go tracks? Let's make it challenging. Mighty Healthy. Oh,
1: okay. Mighty Healthy is in my top five.
0: I'm going to say Mighty Healthy and Black Jesus. I'm
1: trying to get, I'm just trying to get off of Cuban links, right? Because I'm mm. like, my top five might all come from Cuban links.
0: Criminology. <sighs> Glaciers of Ice. Mm-hmm. Incarcerated Scarfaces,
1: yeah. (laughs) Let's just—we've got Mighty Healthy. That's that's a unanimous top five.
0: Mighty Healthy, no question. Okay. Um, from Dirty, I mean those bonus tracks at the end of that first ODB album, Harlem World and Dirty Dancing. Mm -hmm. Always have a soft spot for those. I like. um,
1: Oh man, you know what I'm talking about.
0: no, oh, what's the, rawhide? Rawhide right? right. with methamine. Yeah, I love that. And going down off that's that first. That's my favorite. Column, oh, dirty verse. Really? Yeah, that's a good verse. Yeah, yeah. Um, Inspector Deck the Champion. Oh wow! You see no? I'm I'm
1: guarantee mm-hmm. you no Inspector Deck tracks. Really? Crack my top. Oh, cream.
0: Cream. Yeah. Um, I bomb atomically. Triumph is mm-hmm. top five. Triumph. We count um, the Rockwilder, Red Meth. No. No? That's, that's not, not a fear. Wu-Tang project? That's not, really? <laughs> no, it's not fair. Really? No, Because that's on top five of anything. Yeah, well, that's, that's pretty It's that's a pretty good track. So where are we? Triumph? <laughs> <laughs> Triumph and, <laughs> and Mighty, mighty healthy. healthy. No question. Yeah. Rawhide, I might go with going down before Rawhide. Winter Wars? Oh, yeah. Winter Wars. That's a good one. What is
1: um um? Oh man. What is the name of that song? Wu Gambinos. Mm.
0: Protect your neck. Protect your neck.
1: Five's too tough, hmm. but we do know Mighty
0: Healthy and um Fourth Chamber. Fourth Chamber. Mm. That's what I was thinking about. The Jizza song. Yeah. yeah. Fourth Chamber opens of. with the Prince yeah. guitar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. And Shadow Boxing. Shadow Boxing.
1: See, there you're getting into... That's why I was going projects. Yeah. Five oh, songs is Two. It's too... Because I can go five from Liquid Swords. Mm. Liquid Swords.
0: Yeah. Liquid Swords. The song. Mm. That's true. Yeah, which Rhapsody yeah. sort of flipped more recently. Yeah, I, I enjoyed, enjoyed that. Empty Highs. I enjoyed that. With Jizz on. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good track.
1: Not that I care... Mm. But just to state, to not nominate mm. Rhapsody this year after having nominated her
0: last year is a travesty. This album's better. You know the first time I heard Rhapsody was on Trom Dick's album? Get out of town. It was. I think I heard that before I heard the verse on Kendrick. Get out of
2: town. Yeah. Wow.
0: So if you don't know that track, go look it up. That happened. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Charged, that that she was my me introduction. Me, she charged me a grip, too. <laughs> but let's uh, see there. Shout Even out on to the Raps- way up. Shout
1: out to Rhapsody. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Art, yeah.
0: We, You know, I hate yeah. that album. We talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> that happens, though, right? Yeah. We don't yeah. want to get into the books of mine that I'm not so sure about yeah, after yeah, a couple that, that years. I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's how artists work, artists man. Work, You're always yeah. moving forward. Yeah. So you look at the old stuff and you think, man, did I really think that was the best I could do? Yeah. It was that's how you keep doing it. Wasn't. It wasn't. But um
1: and it's squarely on me. Yeah. Um I remember this um remember that cannabis line? What did he say? Um about his album Motherfucking Wyclef spoiled it. <laughs> mm. It's like, Cannabis, you can't blame Wyclef for spoiling your album. (laughs) That's not how it works. There's a big-ass stamp on it that says Cannabis. There's a big-ass C on the cover. That was his first album. The cover is literally a C. You can't blame Wyclef for spoiling your album. It's all Wyclef.
0: It's your fault. So if you don't like this podcast, listeners out there, blame Wyclef.
1: Actually, blame Anthony. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Anthony Sergi, <laughs> our producer. If you don't like podcasts, it's all on All
1: it. hate email yeah, goes man. to Anthony.
0: <laughs> Anthony Sergi. Yeah.
1: No, no, no. So, no, but, yeah. okay. Top five projects,
0: man. Top five projects. Let's so. Do Let's do it. I'm going to say Dirty Version. Okay. Return I, to the 36 I Chambers.
1: I know. That's your favorite. That's your favorite. I know it. You're yeah,
0: on. that and Supreme Clientele are pretty well neck and neck, but I'll give the edge to the dirty version.
1: Hmm. Okay. Dirty version one. Oh, yeah. Supreme Clientele.
0: Two. Two? And that <laughs> hurts, but... Where
1: does enter the 36 chambers?
0: Three. Three? Mm. Only built for Cuban Mm links. That's number four. Four. And then Jizz's Liquid Swords. Liquid Swords. Swords, Number five. Number five. And I think Tikal, the first Method Man album, is a damn good album. Hmm. But I wouldn't quite put it in top five. Okay.
1: I'm going to go. Mm -hmm. Just because. This is tough. Mm. This is all like 1A, 1B, 1C. Yeah. Right? I'm going to go. Just because of what it meant to me at the time only built for cuban links mm-hmm. 1 supreme clientele 2 mhm liquid swords 3 yeah 36 chambers
0: 4 mhm down to the wire
1: I'm going to go.
0: I really did like To I really did. It's a did. good album. I really did. It's got like a great T'Kal. left eye verse yeah. <laughs> I really did like To It's a good album.
1: But if I'm stepping, if I'm being a music journalist now and not being a fan, which is, does your brain split like that
0: it between being a writer yeah. and
1: being a fan?
0: Yeah. And be writer, professor, fan. Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes in the professor role, I gotta show stuff that's undisputably classic. Yeah. Indisputably classic, even if I'm not a mega fan that's of That's
1: a myself. tough burden.
0: Right. That I have to endure. So you should know this album. I'm not a huge fan of it, but yeah. you should know.
1: Yeah. It. yeah. And so when I'm judging things and creating these, like, I always get caught up in this is mm-hmm. my favorite. This, I would argue, is the best.
0: Yeah, my tastes are. are my emotional
1: weird. attachment to things, mm. I have to balance, unless I'm directly telling you, hey, this is my favorite. Yeah. So I'm doing a little bit of both there. So I would say, balancing those two, you know, sides of my brain,
2: mm.
1: I'm going to go, oh, dirty. Ooh five yeah yeah so mine and you're talking be, about dirty
2: version yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. of course yeah um not the pharaoh one no um yeah and
1: did the, the the rockefeller one never really happened never came I mean,
0: yeah we just got it in like bits and pieces yeah i don't think his heart was ever really in it. no no or his mind or his mind <laughs> or his yeah. mind yeah
1: yeah so yeah that's me right what okay. i say only built for Cuban links. Supreme clientele. That's close. Mm. That's close.
0: Top five.
1: Liquid Swords.
0: Almost made the cut? Yeah.
1: Into the 36 chambers. I feel like the first half
0: of Liquid Swords returns so much better Christmas. than the second half of Liquid Swords. Mm. I mean, it's a good album. No question. I think that Jizza. Word for
1: word. Mm. I was gonna say just as a genius, that's <laughs> duh. <laughs> but uh um, genius. I think uh, he's like laser eye surgery, like it's like uh-huh. he's just precise, man. He's like cutting like man. More
0: faster man,
1: than you blink.
2: He's,
0: man, he's good. Oh yeah. Man he's good. Mm-hmm. Damn it. So you've come and visited the class I teach a few times, Hip Hop and American Culture. I yeah. teach at Rider University. Yeah. I've brought in quite a few guest speakers, and several of them have said something to the effect of, wow, I didn't know you were such a hip hop head. Yeah. Or I didn't really know you knew your hip hop this well. Yeah. When we started to have a conversation like this about, like, top fives yeah. or, you know, yeah. some obscure track they were on. Yeah. Why do you think it might surprise... Um, a black rapper coming in as a guest speaker that a white professor teaching a hip hop class would actually know a good amount about hip hop.
1: I think we've touched on this before. OK. I think we touched on this on um, our first episode. And I as a compliment, mm-hmm. I told you that what I always ah, I remember this. So I think that the assumption Is I mean, you know, I'm a pretty cultured guy. You know what I mean? I've been around a lot of different type of folks. You know, that's to my benefit. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of rappers, you know, have not for one reason or another Mm -hmm. really, you know, built with people outside of, you know what I mean? So we tend to maybe think that the white kid who's into hip hop is a particular Kind of guy, and you come along, very unassuming, very who you are. You know, not like I'm the white guy who likes hip hop and I'm a professor (laughs) at this. Yo, you know what I'm saying? That's not your deal. Got it. And so, yeah, I think it's like
0: okay, what does this dude know about (laughs) hip hop? So it's like a pleasant surprise. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's like oh shit, for real? Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, that's not a bad way to approach it. No, no. So let's say you were, so you're, you're 18. You went to college a little younger than 18. Yeah. Let's say you are first going to college. You're, I think 16, 17 I in your 16. case, right? Yeah. 16. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, so say you're like 16 years old going to college. You sign up for a class called hip hop and American culture. Yeah. You walk in the first day. Do you expect you're going to have a white professor? Hmm. No. Okay.
1: I didn't, <laughs> dude. Yeah, it would have blew my mind if I looked at a syllabus and saw that there was a course that it existed. That it existed
0: because this would have been like '94 somewhere right in there, and I'd have said, "Holy shit! Okay, I can take this." Yeah,
1: and if there was the course, and I took it, and if somebody said, "Oh, you know, it's a white professor," I would have expected like the white guy with like the voice, like the deep. Like, yo, yo, you know what I'm saying?
0: Like, yo, yo. You, you know expect B-Rad yo. from Malibu is Most Wanted? Yeah, yeah, yo. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yo. <laughs> okay. I'm teaching this course, you know what I mean? Like, yo, hip-hop 101, yo. You know what, okay. what I'm saying? Like, I would I would expect that guy, you know it what I'm saying? Dude, yeah. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, this week, you know what I mean? We gonna break down, like, the I expect that guy. Sure. But- If I saw you, I would say, okay, cool. This will be interesting. Let's see what's going on. And then as we, you know, discuss and we talk and go back and forth and I'm writing these papers or whatever I'm doing and we're having these like complex discussions about hip hop and how it relates to race and blah, 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 it would completely blow my mind. And I'd be like, ah, fuck with this guy. Let's hope that happens. Yeah. Let's hope that's what students
0: are thinking. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've gotten. What's the difference between your undergrad courses and your
0: graduate courses
1: in terms of that?
0: Oh, so I don't teach any grad courses. Oh, yeah. Never? Never. I've taken grad courses. I've never, never taught one. You? No.
1: I thought you had grad students. And
0: no grad students. So you had some
1: old ass undergrads in that one class I went to. It was like a yeah, grandmother. A couple years in there ago,
0: yeah. Was yeah just but
1: we was really mad about students. the N word? She was
0: really mad. She was like, oh. I
1: just want to.
0: To talk. <laughs> you may be thinking of faculty <laughs> members. Sometimes faculty, faculty members like, will come and hang out. So
1: who was that? Was it? Am I bugging? It was like a 50-year-old lady in one of those classes. So, I
0: mean, we do have some 50-year-old students. Yeah, so I'm saying. We some old this undergrads. Was, yeah. This one dude, Eugene Marsh, I'll give him a shout-out.
1: Who was it, the old guy? Was it an old guy? I thought it was
0: old. There was one dude, Eugene Marsh. He was a Purple Heart from Vietnam. Wow. He... He had a cross burned on his lawn. He was going to be the first black student to go to his high school in South Carolina. Shit! And he'd put his kids through college. You know, had a career. He was a freshman at I think 60, 62 years old. Oh, he man, was big shout back. out to Eugene. Yeah, Thank Eugene, you for your service
1: the coolest dude. Everything man. you endured, man. Love and, you, bro. and
0: he took the hip hop class. I think Having, that was my guy. He used to wear like a. Used to wear like a jacket, like a like oh, a. Oh, he had the suits. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was man, my guy. He was amazing. Yeah, 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 that was my guy. So he took the class just because he had always written off off hip hop. Yeah, so that's yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's garbage. the guy I'm thinking about. Maybe him. Maybe him. Yeah. So I mean, he would come in, and he was so open minded. I mean, I remember the Tyler the Creator had just put out the song where he ends the video. He puts a noose around his neck through the whole video, hangs himself at the end.
2: Okay.
0: Um. And we watched that in class. And I remember Eugene just kind of shaking his head. Like, fucking Just <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, come on. If they, even, if they really know. And he would often, like, stand up. Yeah. You know, ask to be recognized and then kind of stand up and say, you know, you guys got to understand when I was your age, I was jumping out of airplanes. Right. You Shit, know, man. And, you know, I was just a few years out from having this the KKK burn across on my lawn because yeah. they didn't think black kids ought to go to school with white kids so like here i am jumping out of (laughs) the damn plane right shit man couldn't be me i I salute him though i mean it (laughs) it gave such a different perspective to the whole
2: class yeah Yeah. and
0: i mean i remember he got a few rounds of applause for things he said you know not just what he'd been through but he would have these amazing insights yeah and I mean, sometimes would really open my eyes to... Um, I'm pretty sure I came... That's. A I think you I guys think interacted at some yeah. point, yeah. Yeah, was that Prince Paul? Oh, he was definitely at the Prince Paul's Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old man memory kicking in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he he was a great person to have in the class because right or across the board, mostly kids are 18 to 22 in my classes. Okay. Um, for the most part, yeah. You know, we get some folks who come out of the military coming back, some yeah. folks who've had kids and things coming back. But for the most part, standard kind of college age, eighteen to twenty-two. Okay. And so now, you know, I'm forty-four. Yeah. Uh, I'm not only I'm I'm a white guy teaching this hip hop class, right. but oh, white <laughs> right? yeah. these so, kids
1: think like twenty-eight
0: is old. Yeah. Yeah. And are like, oh, old. when I throw out something like salt and pepper, they're just like, <laughs> or heavy D, they're just like, who? I think my uncle used to have a heavy D record somewhere. It's, <laughs> it's the truth, man. It's yeah. the
1: truth. These kids don't know anything,
0: man. So I mean that's something I wrestle with all the time is like how do I best teach this class? Yeah. Um, not only I mean kind of at that intersection of age and race. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about several times on on this podcast that yeah. there's so few black professors on a tenure track nationwide. Um, you know, what perspective can I bring to this class? You know, I, I feel like I can't just stand up and never acknowledge the fact of uh, being a white person teaching it. Yeah. Um, the different complexities and contradictions of white folks interacting with hip hop from like white record reviewers and critics to professors to white rappers yeah um it would just be really irresponsible for me to never bring it up
2: yeah you know just
0: kind of go in and say like i'll show them i know my stuff and it'll all be fine let's say in the next five years Mm. as you continue this do you
1: think the
0: race or the
1: age will be the thing that you need to address more Mm. because i think by default you're addressing race and I think that sure. I would venture to say that age may be the thing that starts hmm. becoming more of the thing you have to address in speaking and teaching
0: hip-hop. It's
1: something you're I definitely address You're going to get to a space where are going to be 47 and they are going to yeah. be like, what, the,
0: yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah, who was, who was Russell Summons? Yeah,
1: and how are you going to adjust to like having to like speak about the legend of like Uzi Vert Ooh. and yeah. like... <laughs> Really true. going into your syllabus and like having to talk about Young Thug and say, hey, look, you've got it. Cause Young Thug is now yeah. a 15 year vet.
0: Yeah. Now he's old school. Mm.
2: Mm.
1: You know, ages. who's writing the book on offset and, <laughs> and offsets lyrics. And you're going to have to like, that's true. Are you going to stop? Are you going to just become a history professor? See that and kind teach of a hip thing, hop right? as American history now because you can't
0: you can't be breaking down Offset lyrics, man. Breaking down Offset as an old white guy, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean the only study I know that really talks about age. I invite me back to the class, yeah. When like, we'll be too old. Guys. Smoke Perp
1: is your guest, and <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yo. So He's like, tell school. me about you know. um, Rolling Loud Festival. Yeah.
0: Like what was it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Tell me please. I need I need to be there. Cause look, yeah. we're there. Kendrick sure. and these guys. I just watched an interview with um Meek Mill. He's 32 years old, man. Yeah. Meek Mill's 32. Yeah. Two chains is 40-ish. We watched Meek Mill. You see, it's was different because two chain was always old. Right? He was always there. Meat yeah. right? Mills on YouTube mm. at thirteen. That's true. Rapping. Hmm. With the with the messed up braids. Yeah. He's thirty two years old, man. Yeah, I mean it's definitely headed that way. So you know, like we're getting into this space. Kendrick, mm. these guys are thirty three. Jay Cole thirty three, thirty four yeah. years old.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, age is something I haven't focused on nearly as They're much as being veterans, a
1: guy. right? That's true. So and I don't even know that we're scratching the surface into all right, that's a great mm-hmm. segue, because I had this thought the other day and I wanted to um mention it to you. Mm-hmm. We're getting into a space now where, you know, if we went top five. Um, you know, Rakim. You know, Karis One, Big Daddy Kane, Ice Cube, Scarface. You know, G Rap. Um, you know, Jay Z cracks. You know, Tupac, Biggie, Nas. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? All of these guys, right? Whoever, Ghostface, whatever, whoever. You know, we have to start making room Mm -hmm. for. These rappers. Your top
0: five can't all be over 40. Right. We
1: have to start making room. And mm-hmm. not even that. We just have to start making room for these guys. So if you say, okay, <clears throat> Biggie has two classic records, um, you know, influential in flow and, uh, you know, mm. all of these things that make Biggie Biggie. Had he had lived. Bah, 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 Kendrick has arguably three classics yeah. in a row. Mm-hmm. That's not section 80. Yeah. Which some people say is a that's, classic. That's a good So yeah. if you're saying four in a row, if mm-hmm. he stops right now, arguably, I mean, Drake definitely, you know, dominated his particular like era in yeah. terms of like popularity, blah, 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 blah. In terms of lyricism, And respect as one.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: This Kendrick's had that for maybe
0: seven, six. He's had a good run. Yes.
1: Right. I mean, the only argument would be J. Cole. And that's not an argument in my book. But I'm saying those who would argue J. Cole. If you had to choose one over the other. Yeah. I'm saying Mm. there are those who believe during this era of time that J. Cole is the best. There are J. Cole Mm. fans who think J. Cole is the best. Right. Yeah. But those are the three: J Cole, Kendrick, Drake. Okay. No one like you know. Nobody's
0: gonna pick Schoolboy Q, although I might. There's
1: right. You have your outliers. Someone sure. really likes Big Sean. Oh yeah. Right. Wale has his Wale people. But sure. General consensus.
0: Those are the three.
1: Those are the three. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. Right. All of those three. I would venture to say, particularly from a critical mm-hmm. standpoint. Kendrick's the guy. He has a fucking Pulitzer Prize. That's true. It's <laughs> unprecedented. You're right? Yeah. Absolutely. When does he enter top five conversation? If um, we're talking about- When we've you're been, 20
0: years younger than if us? If we've
1: been holding Biggie as the greatest of all time for the last 20 sure. years-
0: When does Kendrick get it? With two there? albums. And Rock Hill with really two albums, right? <laughs> yeah. Three, maybe? Hmm
1: three yeah. right don't sweat the
2: technique yeah right yeah yeah
1: it's yeah Don't not <laughs> <laughs> not gonna get me to say nothing about rock no leave it at no, three no. i already okay. had that conversation okay. about art okay art your yeah. greatest if your greatest is the greatest yeah. you're the greatest i don't care that's how mm. i feel but at some <sighs> point in time mm. i mean
0: cube oh yeah what past i mean the predator Predator's a pretty good album. That's it, though. Yeah. It's all right. I wouldn't really choose much past It's it. America's most
1: death certificate predator. predator. Yeah. And his work in NWA. Sure. Which is only one album. Yeah. Well, two,
0: but anyway, yeah. in a posse. If you go back to N, the Doesn't posse. Doesn't count. count. <laughs> right? Sure. And he wrote Easy Does It. But, yeah. yeah, man. So if we're talking number of albums, and like period of it's productivity. Like body
1: of work. Sure. Dominance, influence. Mm. Yada yada yada. We are going to have to start mm. putting these kids who are not kids anymore because they're all over thirty. Yeah, they'll have to be on the, on the conversation. List. Are we as old hip hop people mm. ready to start bumping? Is someone really ready to go Kendrick over KRS?
2: Hmm.
0: I don't think a lot of people are not. I don't. I think there's a lot people of people our age. There. Uh, yeah, yeah, our age. Yeah, people 20 years younger. The old gang. I mean, easy. people
1: 20 years don't know Gary's one. Yes, yeah.
0: or or Cool G Rap. Yeah, in a lot of cases, they yeah. may have heard him referenced by younger rappers. Yeah, you know, hip hop. It seems to me has always had this real dedication to making sure the the new younger folks know a lot about what came before them. Mm. Like when Nirvana came out, you didn't yes really hear him. people no. ask Kurt Cobain, like, "Well, what do you think about the Dave Clark Five? And you know, think, what do you think, think about think, rock around the clock and I think <laughs>
1: and I think a lot of that comes because of hip-hop's like insistence on making old people old. Right, sure. the whole genre is 40 years, 45 years old. Yeah. So no one's old. No one's from the old school because rap on a whole isn't is sure. even 20 years old. 50 years yeah, right. down the line, we can start this because we'll be the old school artists. Dang. Just so yeah. y'all know that this is real. I can just spit KRS one that's line KRS from way I feel back. like it. Exactly. Sure. That's just what I do. Yeah. Just so people, every once in a while, you know, people mm-hmm. know. So, yeah, um, right. What are we as the, you know, as your your the gatekeepers to yeah. the culture. When are we going to be able to, like, really comfortably?
2: Mm.
1: And I'm speaking to myself. Because I don't know that I'm ready <laughs> to, like, put Kendrick over Kooji Rap. Hmm. But then, and that's why we talked about, when we were talking about the Wu-Tang thing, and I was saying, like, my brain. Oh, yeah. Because if I'm really, like covering the culture Mm
2: -hmm. objectively
1: i have to put kendrick over kooji rap at this point
0: if you had to design a syllabus that really spans the history of hip-hop if i'm writing the book
2: yeah
1: and i'm you know i look at i always look at it like that i look at chapters Mm -hmm. in the book for sure so for creating the history
0: people get squeezed out
1: over the years people get squeezed out over the year or or chapters get longer some chapters get shorter at this point in time, I can't write the book and no.
0: not have an entire chapter on Kendrick Lamar. So for years, a lot of people writing books about hip-hop would cut it off at like 98 or so. Yeah. And these are books that were coming out in, you know, 2006, 2007. Yeah, and I guess the idea was like, well, you know, we'll have to wait and see where these younger rappers, where their impact impacting. And up. then the challenge
1: is, mm. as we, you know... Kind of get out of here you know what I mean sure. through whatever just we lose sight we become too old mm-hmm. we're not the voice you know of not even the youth but of like you know the guys writing books sure. so you're, you know, you're writing a book you're 30 something years old you're now you've got your credentials you're writing books now sure right that guy that in guy. 2029 <sighs> The challenge is for that guy mm-hmm. to even remember that Kooji Rap was. Let ignorant. alone Melly Mel. Or Cool Mo D. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Because I think our era has a tendency to leave those guys out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I might I go through it true. and I just named 10 guys. I mm-hmm. didn't get. To Grandmaster Kaz, Kumo D, or Melly Mel.
0: Do you think part of it is that Rakim was such a paradigm shift that you're kind of like, well, Rakim changed everything so much that we'll just kind of disregard it's also, what came before. It's
1: also my introduction mm.
0: into hip-hop. So that golden age is always when you first discover the music. Bomb. I think that's the case for a lot of us, right? It's your coming of age. Yeah. Right. And those memories are so crystallizing. Correct. Correct. So I can say,
1: Mm -hmm. ah no, it's that Rakim Mm. is a paradigm shifter. Yeah. Which he absolutely
0: is. Oh, for sure.
1: But who does Rakim see as? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that has to be taken into account. And so we can't do a disservice. But I think that. In our fight, if we're going to be fair, and I think the the best way to secure that, that does not happen, is that some of us from this era who still engage the culture, mm. you know what I mean? Because a lot of guys, a lot of my peers, they're just dismissive. They're just washed. They only listen to old music. They say, there's no good hip-hop. And it's like, it's a lie. There's yeah. more good hip-hop now than ever. Sure. You there's good hip-hop look for it. everywhere.
0: Yeah. everywhere and it's just, so
1: much of it's it. just given to us different there's no mm. rate radio filter where you're just like oh, i turn on the radio i hear the top 20 yeah. hip-hop artists when we when i was growing up new york radio we had red alert we had chuck chill out we had marley mall they we trusted them yeah so the 15 songs the 20 songs that i would hear on friday night or saturday night when i set my tape recorders i knew that was the best. They hip-hop. were curators. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. I didn't. I, I had no fear that there was some other thing happening somewhere else that was better than it, it. It didn't exist. Sure. Because if it if it cracked now, you know, once we get into the '90s and the South starts to creep in, then there is that right. There is the New York bias, and then you're like, wait, you're missing these
0: things. Miss out it, on some Houston and correct. Memphis, and, and, and but
1: eventually. It got to us, sure. You know, Rap City, it got to us. So it's like, no, yeah, no, like, Outcast is Outcast. It can't be denied, sure. You know what I mean? Goody Mob is Goody Mob. It can't be denied. UGK is you. It can't be denied. You know, like the ghetto scar. It can't be denied, sure. Right? But now you've got to go find it. (laughs) <laughs> True. And yeah. it's completely up to your taste and your, you know... I mean, I guess there's
0: the YouTube reviewers and some people go to that. Like, what does this guy think about this album? Yeah, just
1: a lot of... Out. And playlists, And
0: playlists, And
1: Play... The True. Playlist curator
0: mm. is now like...
1: Yeah, it's, that's riddled, a whole thing, right? Right? And
0: so... Yeah. But that's weird. And right? I'm lucky enough... Teaching the class on hip-hop, I get turned on to a lot of new music. Yeah. And a lot of times it comes in, in a great context because I'm talking about, say, somebody like Del the Funky Homo Sapien or Master Ace, who yeah. you know, a lot of my students have never heard of. Correct. And why would they have Correct. At, at 18 or 19? Correct. Um, but they'll say, oh, you know, it kind of reminds me of this thing that this dude does with this song. You should yeah. hear this guy. Yeah. And I, you know, I get turned on to a lot of new stuff that yeah. way. It's kind of like which a is really conversation. Cool. Which is really cool. Which yeah. Which is really cool. But yeah, I think in order for it to... To
1: transition into that. Mm-hmm. You know, where um, rock has been good about
0: that, I think. About what exactly?
1: About, like, keeping holy, like, the, you know, like, the holy grail of rock artists. Okay. And making room for, like, the newer act that then, like... Creeps into the upper echelon of, you know yeah. what I mean. So you have like Pink Floyd, The Who, The Doors, you yeah. know what I mean. Uh, um, uh, uh, what's my man, Jimi Hendrix, you know. You have, mm. and then, it, you get like no, Guns and Roses. Is one of the greatest? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they they allow Nirvana, they allow Foo Fight. It's like they allow Shit. these people to ascend into like no. These are one of the greatest bands of all time. Also, although they're '90s artists or they're you know whether it's grunge or da, 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 like they they expanded to where it's not just like no 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 no. If it's not these guys, yeah, it sucks. Got
0: to be the old
1: stuff. Yeah, or if it's not the new guys.
0: It sucks. You know who got pushed out for a few years though? Chuck Berry, Little Richard. Well, that's another right? thing. Yeah. Not for a few years. They
1: uh, they don't ex- yeah. they're a novelty, right? So like black rock and roll yeah. is a novelty. It's like, "Oh, snap. You do rock and roll, you're black." Yeah. That's another conversation, but I'm just saying
0: like Just in terms and of And that's
1: your exactly. You're absolutely right. But okay. I'm saying in terms of what they the the genre mm. generally deems as, and even in that, right? Like Eric Clapton, those guys will tell you who, yeah. right? So they'll say, well, if Eric Clapton's the best guitar player of all time, Eric Clapton will tell you that it's
0: Jimi Hendrix, right? Yeah. Or he'll point out like an old blues singer,
2: yeah, right? Yeah.
0: So the only thing I would
1: say about that. But we don't do that. We become very like
0: our era
1: against your is the era. era.
0: The only thing I've seen, the pattern in rock sometimes, is there's a lot of push and pull. So like when Nirvana kind of like slips into the mainstream, they're really pushing back against Guns N' Roses. Yes. And Van Halen. That's and true. And like the Flash and the rock star lifestyle and the topless girls in the videos, and the girls in bikinis in the videos. That's true. Um, do you think hip hop has had that where like a new wave comes along and they're just like, man, fuck all that stuff from before. We're not into that image. We're not into that lifestyle. We're doing our own thing. Kanye. Yeah. True. Kanye. Kanye the shift.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 99. Yeah. Right. crystal and da 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 in the you know what I mean? And then we get this kid with the pink polo in the backpack mm-hmm. and the cows drop out and what he said, it's not it's, it's it's instead of flipping birds, it's more like spoken word. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. it becomes that. And then and then the the behemoth that is Drake comes out of that That is true. You know, influence. This guy's influenced by little brother and he's on the damn yeah. okay player blogs and yep. he becomes drake and then it's you know mm. emo rap as kid cuddy yeah and then we're there bro everyone's emotional yeah.
0: <laughs> that is a shift for yeah, sure that's the shift because it was all gangster and it's also very much a middle class shift was, if you think about
1: you know we're thinking about um shit i mean who was like nori yeah you know mm. what i mean big pun yeah uh, uh I mean, you know, it was literally these guys. These guys, these guys, these guys were tough. These, mm. these weren't. They weren't rapping.
0: They weren't wearing the pink polos.
1: They were definitely Beanie Siegel. It's true. Fucking tough guys, yeah. man. Like, and then it was. I never, honestly, I never thought I was looking at. I'm like. I don't need. As, are there any
0: six foot rappers anymore? Like I've, nev- I never <laughs> thought mm. I would see the day. <laughs> Where, like, was Slim Thug the last one? There's no.
1: Well, I think, I think Nipsey was tall. Yeah, true. Right, mm-hmm. Nipsey might have been like alpha male, like you know, mm. alpha, like alpha male lead rapper, and he was only like beginning to make his like. He's a figure. Mm. in hip-hop but i mean like when's the last time the top rapper was like a dude a you thought
2: dude.
1: W- could punch you in the face like that yeah. you really thought like okay yeah this guy's mm. really that guy a good point I, you know what i mean i grew up big daddy kane mm. big daddy kane sure you know what i mean <laughs> Karis One was pulling pulling people off stage, like you know, what I mean, yeah. coming into shows, and he was like the peaceful guy, right? Yeah. Public <laughs> Enemy had the S one Ws. They were damn fruit oh, of Islam, sure. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Um, Rock Kim
0: yeah.
1: Eric B. Eric B. is probably the most menacing.
0: Oh, that's true. That's you know true. Like, just standing silent in the background, just
1: and just had, being and, there. Had, and had like Fort Green, mm-hmm. like these guys you know yeah any so that's what i thought like okay this when we talk about the culture comes from the street and the street culture Mm -hmm. emanating into the the music and right so if you pass that on to like nas and jay Mm -hmm. and big and woo and mob deep Mm -hmm. and then you're talking about the west coast guys
0: yeah fucking spice one doc doc not quite west coast but associated dallas
1: D- <laughs> dlc is so good but anyway <laughs> yes. yeah we need a dlc appreciation like day at some point yeah. in time damn what he could have been yeah. but um dlc is a hall of famer right
0: yeah yeah absolutely
1: yeah just and that's see that's where we get into the like i said
0: mm. art is art one album mm DLC's a hall of fame, but I think you know, in the grand scheme of things, he's going to become a footnote. And then when you talk when she's about the work, the new he's
1: he had. That's my point. Mm. But you, he, he has to be spoken of, sure, because of that album, mm. the work, you know, ghostwriting, and just his influence on the chronic,
0: and even just such a tragic story. I mean, losing his voice.
1: 100% but I'm talking about artistically yeah. right so mm. but no I mean like who then we getting into like I said the Norries and the big mm. puns and the like and it was a dangerous time and then you fast forward and you're like Drake
2: mm.
1: Kanye West Kid Cudi you mentioned Kid Cudi Wale mm-hmm. J. Cole Kendrick Lamar, there's nothing, I mean, I'm sure the environment Kendrick Lamar comes from Mm -hmm. and his tithes to, you know, Compton and, you know, Top Dog and, you know. Yeah, I mean, you can't exactly call him a middle class rapper. That's not, there's no joke. Yeah. But him, like, nobody's afraid of these guys. (laughs) Yeah, I mean so that's
0: a shift. When you first started into the list, it seemed like it was a shift toward more of a middle class sensibility or aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, Kendrick doesn't exactly. Kendrick would that. be
1: not would not be that guy. No. Kendrick is just, uh, you know, Kendrick is then like your Nas mm. in that. I didn't per se participate, mm. but I'm very close to the action, and I'm a poet. Mm. Yeah, you know, he becomes that guy. Okay. In that right, like yeah. I'm a I'm a poet, I'm a narrator. Mm. The stories are real,
0: and there certainly were middle class rappers yeah. going all the way back.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I'm just there. talking about it, top dog guy.
0: Wasn't top the guy. primary image? No, not at all.
1: Top guy was alpha male. Mm. I'm running with fifty guys. Sure, you know what I mean. I'm I was involved in whatever, mm. you know what I mean. I've got this, even if I wasn't like the guy who sold all the drugs, the drug dealer. Is right Saw next to me
2: happen, right? yeah. <laughs> and is
1: funding my situation you know what i'm saying i i have <laughs> the look the aesthetic of someone from mm. the environment i don't look like i'm to be played with yeah you know what i mean and then you got these guys they're you know they're like five three mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's why everybody has a Lil in front of them. Yeah, right? it's amazing, right? Even you know, Jeezy, Ti, yeah. like mm-hmm. these guys are like they okay, they're from the environment. We sure. get it. And then it just it shifted, and it became like, oh, these guys are sensitive, man.
0: So, what is the benefit to it? Hmm? Is there a benefit to this to this shift?
1: I think so. I think that it um, allowed. I mean, hip hop had to, as hip hop became mainstream. You had to see it grow Mm. and you had to get voices from the other side. You know what I mean? You have also you have to take into account, say, like, you know, um, you know, we talk about like the Clinton years Mm. and like the rise of the black middle class. Sure. And so you have these kids who, you know, their parents are graduating from college now. And they—they they literally are professors, exactly. Right. You know what
0: I'm saying? But yeah. hip hop is for them. Uh-huh.
1: So literally, Kanye's mother is an English professor,
0: sure. <laughs> right? Chicago State
1: University. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's an—it's its, an, it's hip hop. Yeah, it's still the black experience in America.
0: In a much more expansive way, because hey, it nice. expanded. Sure,
1: it, you know what I mean. It it did expand for whatever false, you know whatever mm. kind of like behind it may not be it, whatever, but it yeah. it did. You know, what I mean? it it did. You had a lot of kids who, I mean, J Cole, Shank sure. John's college mm. college grad. I'm sure had not obviously through what, again. Kendrick has a Pulitzer Prize. So clearly he could have gone to college. Sure. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just his whatever his circumstances are, his circumstances. But, you know, these kids, it's the it's a reflection of where we are. Absolutely. You know, so I think I think it's I think it's awesome. And then we still have schoolboy Q You know what I mean? Of we course. still have J Rock. We still have, you know, Mozzie. Do you know about Mozzie? A little bit. A little bit. Love Mozzie. I should know more. I love Mozzie. Yeah, and but I, I like gangster rap. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so at yeah. the end of the day,
0: you're still going with gangster rap. Yeah, me? Yeah. Yeah yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, as, I guess, I don't know. I mean, that, that's weird. i have to examine that about myself one day. Because well, I, I, my, my, I don't, I mean, I come from a working class family, single parent, you know what I mean, Brooklyn. Like, I don't but i don't i never felt like i was like, i grew up in the hood like i'm from the hood like i'm not a street dude like you know what i mean by no means but my hmm i relate
0: mm-hmm. to the struggle like i relate to Just, that story it, you know and when I, mean? I use the term gangster rap i mean certainly we're not talking about Hip-hop that's void of content. Reality rap. Reality rap. Let's say That's a better term.
1: Reality rap. So we don't mean stuff. Not gratuitous. Like, even at, you know, by the third NWA album, for me, it started to get
0: like. It takes a dark Okay,
1: y'all just killing niggas Mm. for no reason. And y'all not even killers. And y'all are not even killers. Crazy. Now it just becomes, it became spoofy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe I think that was the void that Ice Cube. Yeah left because i think ice cube was the reality Mm. in the reality rap because even when they were fuck the police it was you know it still had the political from him like Mm. the the words ice cube was writing it was still like oh this is very sophisticated though it had a message yeah it had a message and then it just became like you know it Don't matter, just don't bite it, which was great. I loved it when I was 12, but <laughs> it was like, uh, didn't age like straight out of yeah. Compton aged because it's like, okay,
0: yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, the some of the violence and misogyny on the final NWA album was almost like cartoonish and it
1: was It was a hundred percent, yeah, a hundred percent.
0: And there were moments that I think were designed to have you laugh along with it yeah. in a way that you weren't really spooky. laughing at earlier. In it, was
1: it was spoofy. It was spoofy. It was no longer the truth. Mm-hmm. It was like, that's not true. That doesn't
0: happen. These sure. guys aren't doing that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, yeah, reality rap is, is a much better yeah.
0: way to say it. And you know, that, that split between conscious versus not conscious hip hop is, is pretty much a false divide. I yeah. mean, certainly, Cool G Raps had plenty of very intelligent things yeah. to say and very insightful but things to say. He also, but he also did. But he also does. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100% especially and you. you know, same thing with Common. Yeah.
2: You know, he's. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't Wait, agree? I was agreeing in LA, yeah. huh? <laughs> Yes.
0: I would say not everything Common has to say is like as absolutely insightful as sometimes he gets credit for. Sometimes people think, well, if it's a Common song, it's really got a message for me. But I don't know if everyone else. I could, I could. I could. I, I, I think that enforcing that divide between like the conscious rappers versus the rappers who aren't conscious is. I don't know, you're always privileging one. Yeah. And typically the critics and the professors love to hold up the conscious rap and say, well, why isn't everybody doing what common and to live do? Yeah. And I mean, I'm kind of glad they're not. I'm glad those guys I, are there. Yeah. I,
1: I'm, I'm all for balance. Mm-hmm. There's a whole era of like a lot of that raucous stuff. It's funny, I talk to guys yeah. who are like a little younger than me, like my boy O, I talk to him all the time. And, you know, he he's like, I don't know how old Oh is. O is probably like 34. Mm-hmm. So... 99 is like his 94 for mm, me okay so he's very much into like i mean i loved black star but mm. you know like that's his like ilmatic you know what i mean it's like oh, black yeah. star and, and i'm not saying like in terms of how much he loves it you know what i don't mean? speak for oh but black like that's mm. like yo i was 16 like that's his you know what i mean and
0: a lot of that stuff i missed
1: because I was, like, in college, and I was, like, running the
0: streets, and I I've was, i got like, a little blind spot there I was in the too.
1: club, and I'm, like, dude, we, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm listening to Pun, I'm listening to Nori. Like, I'm not listening, you know what I mean? Company, Big
0: L was a guy yeah, you missed. I'm not listening to company. I should have caught on to him a lot sooner.
1: i not listening to company flow. I just wasn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was outside. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> um a lot of that stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I missed it too, mm. and so you know what I mean. I I had a I had a period of time where probably I was more, you know, I don't know what you want to call it, mainstream. Mm. But I think the point that we were making was that, like, as a as those of us who comment and um, you know, just narrate the history of the genre Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um those of us 35 40 plus we we're gonna have to keep an open mind into not locking off the greats at like the year 2000 or something like that or the 95 like we've got to stop that and we've got to make room for these kids who have now been in this for ten years. I mean, Drake mm-hmm. has been number one for ten freaking years now. Like it's mm-hmm. just it is what it is. You know what I mean? And we've gotta be able to consider now he, you know, there's the ghostwriting thing and all that. So I understand the the, the Drake thing. I'm just saying like those of that era, mm-hmm. you know, J. Cole, um even Kanye, I mean, like Kanye has the probably the best rap catalog of all time like college dropout late registration Just catalog graduation mm-hmm. okay yeah and then dark twisted fantasy I don't I'm not an 808 in heartbeats I don't know what the hell that is but <laughs> you know what I mean like he's got one of the greatest rap catalogs of all time see
0: I would personally disagree with that but I know I'm in the slim minority there and and so I hear you uh-huh. but
1: If I'm telling you college dropout, Mm. late registration, graduation, and then dark, twisted fantasy, Uh and watch the throne.
0: That's a catalog. Who
1: has five better? Mm. We can say, I can like, and you know, and I've had to think about this because easily I would be like, who cares? Yeah, I'm dismissing that. Sure. Who really has five better? For a while, my favorite catalog. Well. Not for a while. Probably my favorite catalog It's still Ghostface.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really high up there for me, for sure. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: But, again, if I'm writing the history
0: of, Mm -hmm. like, who's better? And who's more important, right, to the overall story? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just pushing uh,
1: musically, trying to... Mm -hmm. all All the things that matter is not... Three better catalogs than Kanye West.
2: Hmm.
1: Jay Z's is not. It's not.
0: No. No. I mean, I just going Nas back to the no. issue of uh, I wouldn't.
1: I would even say Tupac. No.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: I M&M, would agree.
2: No.
0: I would agree. Yeah. Eminem takes a dive after the Eminem show, like a plunge. And that was what three N. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. Yeah, I mean, I think going back to the issue of age, you know, it's not only the folks who are going to write about hip-hop or teach hip-hop have to think about including more current acts. You also got to think about just the same as you or I would say from my perspective as a white professor, I'm always going to see things differently
2: mm-hmm.
0: than a black fan of hip-hop. Or a hundred percent. And you know what?
1: Let's table mm-hmm. that. Uh-huh. Let's get into that in the next episode
0: the issue because I've wanted
1: to no 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 no. okay no 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 I've wanted that I wanted to get into that Mm. we don't we don't have time sure because even with the no name thing we talked about in the Mm. last episode I'm curious about what makes from particularly particular artists artists Mm. like no name artists like I don't know, common, you mm. know what I mean? Artists like whoever. And that elk, like that the intelligent, educated, socially aware, politically yeah. conscious rapper mm. that has like a white fan base. Yeah. What content is being absorbed that makes because someone like Quali skill level, and you can sure. say he's skilled as an MC, i love the skill sure but then there's the content piece where it's like yeah do you know what he's talking about <laughs> the,
0: i think and, they and get I, held up too often by the critics because of that exactly where I, critics say i recognize this freeze prison industrial complex yeah <laughs> but I wanna, he I threw wanna, that and into I, a and I've,
1: and I've always wanted to i want to dig in if you allow me you know, what yeah. I, mean? I don't get these opportunities much, right? right? So, if you would allow me, maybe in the next episode, let's explore uh-huh. what from a content space. Hmm. You, as the representative of all white hip hop fans, because that's who I am. Because <laughs> that's who you I'm are. I'm the spokesperson. Yes. What hmm. about from a content space endears you to a hip hop act or an MC? Hmm. Because I know your favorites. Sure by and large Mm. and i want to know what so table that and let's get into that next up think about it and we're going to explore that in the next episode or in a later episode what is it about these artists because i know like i said i'm yeah when we talked about the no name thing i'm like they can't get some of this stuff like you can't paint a picture about like this growing up in the west side or the south side of chicago and be this like and you're painting this window mm. outside of the skill of it you don't know what that means
0: hmm okay
1: if you're good enough i guess you can relate it to saying hey that's an experience that i experienced and i can relate to that experience although not specifically what happened but the picture she's painting i can take myself into my childhood and find the similarities at their
0: best so you're asking where i find my way into it yeah Yeah. so for our white listeners if you've never been asked so as a white person what do you think about this (laughs) Um, you're probably in the majority yeah. of white people. It's not yeah. something that white folks yeah. get asked a lot. In fact, in just our, no. our last episode. And that's why I'm doing my <laughs> duty. <laughs> that's your job. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I get to be a representative for, I feel for like, all white I, folks. Because
1: I, I, I feel like my people would be like, you've got this guy in front of you talking about mm. hip hop all the time and never made him give his. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm here for
0: you. So this is an experience I think white Americans don't have very often. Yeah. To be asked, you know, what is it yeah. as a white? Person? That's why I'm
1: giving you a whole, you mm-hmm. know, week or so. So I gotta, I gotta yeah. think about. You got homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think
0: that's great. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Awesome. Well, let's um, let's get to our thing, man.
0: All right. You In wanna... the spirit mm. of Wu Tang, and Papa Wu. Mm-hmm. A little reading, right? Should I go first? Or you want to go first? I'll this go time. first. This Do time. it. You, you take it over. You tell me what this is. Okay. This is off the head. Mm.
1: I'm, I'm feeling confident today. All right, let's hear okay. it. Okay. Proceed with caution as you enter the symphony. Degrees of punishment increase intensely. Syndrome was formed by the deadly drums, but the battle was won by swords being swung. Slicing with a vocal from the international vocalist. Your style is too local to fuck with this. Offensive antagonist. No assistance. Moving motionless. Mysterious swiftness. Thoughts roll down the shaft of the brain. Mental. Gives the signal to the physical. Whirlwind kicks and hits from every angle. Violent temperaments. Have continents dented. Poison vintage while rhymes I invented. Drunk by the drunken functions that punctures the heart. Vital sparks from the archery stalks.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What's that? That's jezza No. No! Close. Deck. Master Killer. Master Killer. Mm. Second verse,
1: Glaciers of Ice. Mm. That's my favorite Wu Tang
0: verse. That's a good verse. Yeah. Damn. Master Killer. Master Killer. Rest in peace, Papa Wu. Rest in peace, Papa Wu. So I have just a little snippet. This is from the book I wrote with Buddha Monk. It's called The Dirty Version. On stage in the streets and in the studio with Old Dirty Bastard. So this is Buddha speaking. Um, I was kind of like a mouthpiece or uh, a conveyor. Cool. For Buddha's story. A vessel. A vessel. That's a good way <laughs> to put it. So Buddha says, I wasn't Dirty's only stabilizing influence. That isn't a more man job. He'd have a powwow with Riza, a powwow with Papa Wu. With a character like me hanging around 24-7 and Papa Wu coming around, we were always telling him, don't do that shit dirty. Papa Wu was an older god, and he didn't approve of a lot of the hip-hop lifestyle. No, that's not the way, he would tell us. Papa Wu goes by freedom lie. He became our father without most of us having a real father. He's Dirty's family. He gave Dirty knowledge, gave risen knowledge, gave a lot of the Wu-Tang knowledge, and still continues to. He was the spokesman for the nation of gods and earths, When I met him, Wu-Tang was having a show and Freedom popped up with his flag on, militant, real serious. They introduced me to him and he was like, peace God, what's today's mathematics? And that's how we started off. I told him today's mathematics and it was like, okay, now I can talk to you, my brother. What's up? How you feeling? Freedom changed a little bit when he got put into the position of being the dad of the Wu-Tang Clan. Well, it's not that he changed. You can't play with our mathematics and you can't play with our way of life. We'll always have that. He was everything, like the Wu-Tang Clan was Voltron, but Freedom was the dude that took care of Voltron. Like the whole Wu went out to a battle and defeated this monster and they come home with cuts and bruises. Freedom was like the mechanic that patched them up and repaired them and got them ready for the next battle. When everybody started getting discouraged or sidetracked, he would sit and chill with them and listen to them and watch them play chess. And then everybody would. Like a piece of metal came off and he welded welded it back on brand new. That was Papa Wu. That was Papa Wu for Dirty, that was Papa Wu for me, that was Papa Wu for all the Wu-Tang members. But we wouldn't just go see him when we were down or discouraged. We'd sit down and sing and drink and talk about life and how we wanted to do music and where we wanted to go with it. He was our father, he was our teacher. He told us how to respect a woman, taught us how to put knowledge into our rhymes. You can educate these people, he said, instead of destroy their dreams. Your duty as a civilized person is to teach the uncivilized civilization. And when he'd catch us acting uncivilized, he'd say, God, God, that is not the way. If you're coming in the name of the nation of gods and earth, you shouldn't be doing that. I'm here to tell you that's wrong. What he gave us was the strength to go forth and make things happen. The older
1: gods put me on. That was Papa
0: Wu. Maintain 360, love, Live prosperous. There you go. Rest in peace. Rest in power, Papa Wu. Absolutely.